Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Coming to you live from Atlanta, but raised on the mean streets of Philly. You'll be able to tell quickly. Just listen. It's the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. And I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. If you want to see your loan options, adjust payments, closing costs, online in real time, Rocket Mortgage can. Rocket can. They'll help you out. Check out our friends at Rocket Mortgage. We love you. Here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Great to have you with us for the second half of the program. If you're listening on your great CBS Sports Radio local affiliates, if you're listening on Sirius XM 206, maybe the Radio.com app. And do you realize the Radio.com app, which you can stream through your Bluetooth in the car, allows you to rewind? I think it's up to 24 hours. So you can go back and listen to the show anytime that you wish. So if you wake up later, whatever, you can always catch up whatever we've got cooking here on the John Kincaid Show. Well, we do have cooking for you today. Ross Tucker from the Ross Tucker Podcast at Radio.com, CBS Sports, Westwood One Analyst. Ross Tucker joins us 20 minutes past the hour. And um, I'm going to run by Ross. Ross will gladly tell me how stupid I was. He'll relish the opportunity. And I'm going to ask Ross, was he stupid about anything? Because I was just running down my list today. I told you the Jets were going to win nine. I mean, seven. I told you Dallas and the Eagles were going to win double-digit games. I told you the Falcons were going to make the playoffs. I told you the Minnesota Vikings were going to win the Super Bowl. You can't get a litany of stupid much more than that <laughs> that, I just, that I gave you there. Ross is a big man. He's a big physically, and, uh, and, and, and I know his character. Ross Tucker will tell us. He's going to make me feel a little better by telling me what he was stupid about. Coming up. Maybe he just got it all right. Who knows? Who knows? At this point, uh, for those of you reaching out on social media, thank you so much for your kindness uh, regarding my mom's passing. You are absolutely you are absolutely the best. This is a tremendous audience. And um, for 15 years between the two networks, this is year eight at CBS announced the tipping point. CBS Sports Radio. We are now uh, in year eight. But for 15 straight years between ESPN Radio and CBS Sports Radio, We've hung out on Sunday mornings together, and uh, you, you, on the passing of my mom, you, you people are absolutely amazing, and I thank you for your kindness. And I hope over the years you enjoyed talking to her. Hope you enjoyed hearing her, getting a chance. I know Anthony had to call her on the phone, which isn't always easy because her hearing wasn't always the best the last couple years. 
Wasn't always the best. But uh, I appreciate it. It has been an amazing week. And a gentleman just sent me a, um, a note saying the honor of holding your mother's hand as she passed will greatly benefit you. And that uh, he says, you know, there's an old superstition. And Anthony, I might be in trouble. That if I'm if you're touching someone as they pass. That their spirit is going to. Live on in you. So I got to watch out. I got to watch <laughs> out. Maybe I got some of Betty in me now. So that's, I always did. I always had a little bit of my mom in me. I was always a little bit like her. But I'm much more of a softie. My mom wasn't a softie. I've already written the first line of her eulogy, the first thing of her eulogy, Anthony. And, it's, uh, and I, I, maybe, I maybe have told the story before, and I'm sorry if I repeat it again. My mom and my daughter and I were out. My daughter and I love going to Dave & Buster's. In fact, we're going to go later on this afternoon. Hang out. Just dad and daughter, just palling around. Fun place. Oh, I love it. Love it. Have a, they, by the way, they do a great chicken Caesar too. Yes, and they I said, do. I've had it. You've had it. It's very yes. good. Really good. Uh, so Olivia and I go out there. So we go out there and my mom comes along because it's sort of like going to a casino and she likes casinos. So we're pl- and she's playing games with my daughter and everything like that. And I'm just the ATM for them. And so my daughter gets up to go to the bathroom and she says, mom, I'm going to go powder my nose. Do you want to come with me? And she says, no, 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 I'm all right. And my mom sits across the table from me very lovingly. She's 89 years old at this point. And she reaches across the table and she like, like to, to hold my hand. And I'm like, okay, that's really warm and fuzzy for my mom. That's really warm and fuzzy. So I hold her hand and she looks at me and she says, can I ask you something? And I said, anything, mom. I thought it's this warm, fuzzy moment. And she says, how did you get her and I got you? And I said, well, congratulations, Mom. You've just written the first line of your eulogy. Because that was it. That was my mom. There wasn't going to be warm and fuzzy. There wasn't going to be a bunch of uh, hearts and flowers. And she was going to bust your balls anytime she had a chance to. And she loved my daughter. Like to a level that I've never seen two people have a mutual admiration society. And I would never correct my mom. Like I, I would never call my mom out. I just wasn't one to call my mom out. That wasn't me. I wasn't going to do that. My gosh, my daughter, she could call my mom out, and I would, and I would literally want to just start hitting the – I'd want to hit the floor thinking, uh-oh. She just told my mom to like – like my mom would be being grumpy. And she said, look, Betty, come on. Just be patient. Settle down. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I would have gotten smacked today if I had ever tried that, so – uh, I appreciate all of you with your kind words and everything in the passing of my mom. I'm really glad, though, Anthony, I got on that plane. Really glad that I got on that plane. Because that was, uh, that, was something that, I, that was something that I needed to do. It was something I needed to do, and I'm glad I was there for it. Okay, so let's, 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 let's look at the NFL and where it does stand. Because I've been telling you all day today all the things that I got wrong. All the things that I've been wrong about. But today we're treated to an opportunity to see the Steelers and the Ravens. And am I a fool for saying that the Steelers, to me, have almost looked like a shaky 6-0 team? 
And again, I've been wrong about so much. Feel free to take me out at the knees. In fact, I heard the talented Andrew Filipponi join young Vince Quinn on his show before mine here on the network this morning for a really interesting discussion about the Steelers. To me, I'm looking at the Steelers and I'm saying, that's a, that's a good football team, really good football team, especially defensively, looking really good. But to me, the Steelers, they, they certainly don't look 6-0, and you think, juggernaut. To me, I see vulnerability. The Chiefs are 6-1. and one. They've already lost. I see juggernaut. I don't see real vulnerability, even though they've already lost to the Raiders. There's a difference. Seattle, 5-1. and one. I don't see juggernaut. Tampa Bay, at 5-2. and two, I don't see juggernaut. Green Bay at 5-1. and one. Again, I don't see a juggernaut. Or the Rams at 5-2. and two. The only team I look at that just appears to be, okay, even the Tennessee Titans. The skin of their teeth, Tennessee Titans. Who find ways to win. And by the way, that, isn't, that is a skill set. That is an asset. But am I wrong, and I might be at the end of the day, and I've been wrong about everything, to think that I'm more impressed at the Ravens 5-1 and one than the Steelers 6-0? and oh? Sounds dumb. But that's where I'm at. I see the Chiefs and the Ravens, to me, even with a loss already, I, w- I think they look more impressive to me than the Steelers do. And that is what this year is showing us, is that... More than other years, I guess, you have to let things play out a bit. You have to let things, let things breathe and find an opportunity to say, okay, this is, what, this is what this team is and this is what they aren't. You got to let it breathe a little bit. For right now, like the NFC West, right now you have four teams with a winning record in the NFC West. And you have four teams with losing records in the NFC East. That's abysmal. I mean, it really is. It's abysmal. And I said it earlier on today. I look at the NFC East, and I would say six wins can win the division. And if the Eagles get to six wins, I think they're going to win it. If the Eagles find four wins, Anthony, play the little one-loss game with me for just a second. Because it's, it's pitiful how bad the NFC East has been. But at two, four, and one, because I don't think the Redskins, me, the Redskins, the Washington football team, Dallas or the Giants is getting to seven. Is that a? Is that a? I don't pre- think so. Okay, that's a premise, right? That's a premise that's legit. So all the Eagles would have to do is get to six, because they already have the tie. So I'm going to try to find four wins here. I think they can manage. Cowboys tonight. Win. Win. Giants next week uh, after the bye week. Excuse me, on the road. Win. Okay. At the Browns? Give them a loss. Give them a loss. Home against the Seahawks? Loss. At the Packers? Loss. Home against the Saints? See, this is hard. Home against the Saints. <laughs> Correct. Look, it's hard, isn't it? That could be a loss, too. 
at the Cardinals before Christmas. That sure is a, could be a loss. And then finish out their season at Dallas and versus Washington. So I think the Eagles, to get to that sixth win, to guarantee themselves the sixth win, they've got to win the next two. Because then you, if you beat the Cowboys and the Giants, then you have a chance at the end of the year to beat the Cowboys and the uh, yeah, Washington the football two. team. But how terrible would that be? I mean, seriously. How terrible is that? But we just went through a streak of games. Browns, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals. Five weeks where the Eagles won't be favored in any of them. They'll be favored the next two weeks. They're favored tonight heavily. And they should be favored against the Giants after the bye week. But after that, you're going to have five consecutive weeks. They're going to be underdogs. Now, they may be 4-4-1, but they could end up at the end of that run 4-9-1. I don't think they will. They're going to get one of those games. I don't know which one it'll be. They'll get one of them. Of course. They're going to get one of those games. But if we're counting them all as losses, I'll say they go 1-4 and four in that stretch, and then they got a chance. And at that point, they'd be 7-9-1. and one. So it wouldn't be as bad. All right, I've got my first four in the world of college football. Every week, John Kincaid puts the top teams in college football on notice. It's time for J.K.'s Playoff 4. All right, here's my Playoff 4. And honestly, it's, it's, it's clearly stated. I'm looking at some teams that are not uh, really playing up to their capabilities. They're really not doing the things that I expect them to do. The number one team in the country again. And I said it last week, so I'm not a Johnny-come-lately, and I told you last week, and I'll say it again. It's Alabama. Alabama has the resume of being the number one team in the country. And they deserve to be holding the top spot. They hold it over Clemson, who looks uh, vulnerable without Trevor Lawrence. But as long as Trevor Lawrence comes back after the Notre Dame game, and even if they lose that game, they'll have a chance at a rematch with Trevor Lawrence playing in that one. So I'm going to give you that one right there. Alabama-Clemson. And then Notre Dame at three, followed by... A team that has never been there before. Cincinnati. I'm going to put Cincinnati in my playoff four right now. And Georgia fans are going to lose their minds. You shouldn't. Did you watch your team play offense? Did you watch your team score 14 points against Kentucky? P.U. That's atrocious. Where's the high-flying offense? Where's the aggressiveness and the boldness? It's like watching 1980s football. Alabama 1, Clemson 2, Notre Dame 3, and welcome to the top four, the American Athletic Conference. Because you're there. You're there. You've got it. Here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Appreciate that. Appreciate that very much. Were you surprised I put Cincinnati in, Anthony? It's because it's like nobody else. Back-to-back weeks, we've had first-timers, right? Oklahoma yeah. State, now Oklahoma Cincinnati. State. Yeah, and Oklahoma State then exited. So we'll see if Oklahoma State, uh, we'll see if Oklahoma State's fate is the same one that Cincinnati will face. Ross Tucker again, talking NFL, and uh, maybe he'll admit some of the things he was wrong about coming up. But just want to say one thing: this is the stupidest false narrative out there, dumbest. You know, Trevor Lawrence is going to. He does, he's not going to want to be part of the, the, the New York Jets. They're a disaster. So Trevor Lawrence is going to come back for another year of college football. 
Stop, stop, stop yourself. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm stopping you now. You can't sound more stupid. You can't be more stupid. Trevor Lawrence is not passing up being the first pick in the draft. He's coming Trevor- to the Jets, baby. Or he swings a trade like Eli did. <laughs> so there's your, only, there's your only danger. He says, I'm not going to be a Jet. So go get something for me. Which could be the case. But Trevor Lawrence is going to the NFL. He is not taking a year, going to take another year of college football and risk his future. No, no, no. So stop talking about it, wishful Clemson fans. He's not doing that. It's so dumb. It's so, it's beyond dumb. It's mind-numbingly dumb. He's not. All right, coming up, a guy who's not mind-numbingly dumb. He is an Ivy Leaguer. He's Ross Tucker from the uh, Ross Tucker podcast at Radio.com. He's a Westwood One analyst and more. We discuss all things NFL, including what Ross was dumb about. I gave you all what I was dumb about. He'll tell you next. It's the John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. If football is a religion, consider yourself in the front pew. Back to the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Been quite a week. Quite a week. The uh, I have I've listed out for you today every single way that I have been so off base on this NFL season. I don't usually recap the preseason predictions till like the Christmas week show. But I had to do it now because I realized how terrible I was at everything. I know Ross Tucker isn't, though, because if you've got a run, you're going for a run on a treadmill. Maybe you got one of those fancy Pelotons. The Ross Tucker podcast is must, must listen. Get through radio.com, too. You can check out Ross with Westwood One, and, and uh, he's usually bringing you some sideline action or analyst action, and he joins us now on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. How are you, Ross? John, I'm fantastic, man. Just got just got done a little workout. Gonna have a banana with peanut butter for breakfast. Wait a minute, wait, 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 go wait, on. Wait, uh, you better you bet for on Radio.com and watch some football. Head down to the link, do the Eagles pregame show for WIP, and then I'm on the call tonight. Westwood one with Tom McCarthy. So like, n- nice little Sunday planned. Might, might that, stop by Home Depot if I have enough time. Wait a minute. Now explain to me. Is it is it peanut butter? Are you the person who takes the the spoon and just scoops out some peanut butter and eats it, or you you can't put peanut butter on a banana, right? Yeah, you can. What are you talking about? Wouldn't it? It's exactly when you, what I do. Because when you smush it, wouldn't that smush the banana? Approximately four different segments. Okay. And then of about two inches each, and then I will scoop out like a scoop of peanut butter. Okay. Put it on top of it. You know, spread it on top of the banana. Really? And then eat the banana. And then sometimes I'll even throw in a couple almonds. So I get like, so it's almost like they're uh, peanut, ban- uh, uh, wow. banana, peanut flavored almonds. Wow. So I mean, come on. Don't, if anybody checks out my social media at Ross Tucker NFL, you know, I take food very seriously. You do. I don't yes. mess around with it. You do. I know I mean, what I'm doing, John. You really do. Okay. Here's why I don't know. I, I'm going to, how about on the, on the scale of dumb, I'm going to give you just a little list I've been going over this morning of the things that I said before the season began that I've been completely wrong about. 
I had the uh, Minnesota Vikings winning the Super Bowl. I had the Atlanta Falcons making the playoffs while the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would not. I had the Eagles and the Cowboys both winning double-digit games. I had the New York Jets winning seven games. Ross, they, they, you know, the management here at CBS Sports Radio considering banning me from my own show with this level of stupidity. Tell me something you missed. Tell me something. Is, was this a year where you missed on a few things, too? Or did I just have a really, really bad summer? Well, uh, the first thing I would tell you, John, is you must be new to the media. You never <laughs> admit that you were wrong. I have to. I have to. because I, I, t- you, yeah, I You just keep moving forward. And most people forget. And so you, you bring up your, your successes. You bring up the things you were right on often, right. but you don't ever bring up the ones you missed on. So you so must you be learned, new here. That's number so one. So you learned that in an Ivy League school. See, I said they, didn't <laughs> teach, they didn't teach us that at Temple. They didn't. So, so um, the one that I think is the most curious, I mean, most of, your, most of those predictions weren't that bad. I, I think the Bucks not making the playoffs is pretty rough. And I think the Vikings to win that division – was pretty to win rough. the Super uh, Bowl. Who was I wrong on? I had them to win the Super Bowl. I know, oh I know. Gosh, yeah, that's that terrible. That's um, oh I was wrong on the L.A. Rams. I thought they okay. were going to continue to go in the wrong direction, right. and instead uh, they got a really good team. Um, I guess I was wrong on the Bears. Uh, I thought that they would struggle to win eight games. And I guess they'll they'll win eight games. I don't know. When I watched them Monday night, I felt like, yeah, see, I was right about the Bears. Um, and I think everybody thought the Eagles and Cowboys would be better than this, certainly. Sure. I mean, see, right now, when you look at the NFC West, and I, I'm, I, I might be as impressed with the 49ers managing to have a winning record as I am with anything that's going on in that division. Well, it's pretty impressive. Um, there's no question when you consider especially, you know, those back-to-back games against the Eagles and the Dolphins were so bad, for them to kind of right the ship and beat the Rams and then be able to – and that's a, that's a good Rams team. I mean, they're 5-2. and yes. two, And then to come right back and really embarrass the New England Patriots, I thought that was extremely impressive with all the guys that are out. Now it doesn't get any easier for them against Seattle this afternoon, especially Seattle coming off a loss. Russell Wilson is not going to throw three picks again. And the Niners lost yet another running back. This time it's Jeff Wilson. Amazing. I mean, it really is. It's amazing. Tell me about that uh, Cowboys game you got tonight with Tom McCarthy. I mean, is there a so, – the Cowboys, really, Yeah, the Cowboys... I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I know people are like, uh, first of all, anybody that's like, oh, man, Eagles-Cowboys, then you're not, you're not familiar with Eagles-Cowboys. Like – it means a great deal to both franchises, but especially the people in Philadelphia. I mean, it means everything. And, you know, John, little, I got some nuggets for you. You ready? Yes, I love nuggets. Ben DiNucci, okay, starting, making his first start tonight. Ben DiNucci, I called his state championship game for Pine Richland out of Pittsburgh in 2014. And at the time, he was committed to go to the Ivy League to, pay, to play for the Penn Quakers. In really? really? And he was so good in the state championship game, and they almost beat St. Joe's Prep, that Pitt offered him a scholarship. He goes to Pitt, and he kind of gets beat out by Kenny Pickett, kind of like Joe Flacco got beat out at Pitt, transfers down to FCS, James Madison, like Flacco did to Delaware, had the highest completion percentage 
in FCS football last year. Gets drafted in the seventh round by the Cowboys. Dak and Dalton get hurt. Now he's starting against the Philadelphia Eagles. And by the way, all FCS game tonight. Wentz from North Dakota State. uh, Danucci from JMU. Be awesome. I love it. That's a, that's, a, that's a good thing to look for. I mean, that really is a good thing to look for there. Now, when you talk about the Steelers and the Ravens, I know you get your eyeballs on those two teams. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? to? I, I'm more impressed by the Chiefs and the Ravens, who have one loss each, than I am by the Steelers. Is that an incorrect assumption on my part? Well, what do your eyes show you? Yeah, so you are, you are currently on a, on a really good role of being completely wrong. Um, <laughs> As I talked about on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast on and Tuesday. And I heard this. By the way, I heard this. Yeah, so they're, they are, this they're the best team in football. Uh, the Ravens have some flaws, man. I mean, the Ravens, they're not, their offense is not what it was a year ago. They're not running it as well. They're not throwing it as well. And the Chiefs still have some issues as well with their O-line and even their defense at times. The Steelers don't really have a weakness. I mean, the Steelers are – are good in every way. Now, by the way, I think Baltimore will end up winning the game today. I don't think the Steelers are going 16-0 and this year, and if they're going to lose a game, you know, this would be the one to lose, right, at Baltimore yes. after you yes. just played against Tennessee and the Ravens have a bye week. No one's going to have a problem with you if you lose that game at that point. So no one will No, nor should they. I mean, they're, 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 I, you know, this would be an impressive effort. Now, that said, on the Even Money podcast, I did take the Steelers and the points. I mean, anytime I think there's – I think it's a, kind of a toss-up game. So if you're going to give me four points, like I said on Even Money, which is the betting podcast, I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking the Steelers with the four points. It is a uh, – do you believe this has been a – the quality of play in the NFL this year has been as good as we are used to, has been the, sa- you know, the same, or do you believe we are seeing effects of a non-off season? Because I, I really – I don't find myself watching on Sunday saying, yeah, man, this is such sloppy play. I can't even imagine. Like, I hear people talk about it. I don't really feel it. No, I, I, I think it probably, um, if you notice it, it's primarily sort of the naked eye. You wouldn't notice it. You know, it, it'd be like you'll see a few more dropped coverages maybe than you otherwise would. You'll see probably a, a little worse tackling um, than, than you would typically see. But other than that, I mean, I, I was surprised that the offenses have been that good at the start. I do think, though, one of the things is they, I think they made a decision to just call less penalties. And that, that played itself out over the first few weeks. I mean, because they were down about two penalties a game, primarily holding penalties, offensive holding. You get offensive holding, man. It's, it's really tough to come back from that and, and have a successful drive. And they're just not calling as much. Well, the last couple of weeks feels like they have a little bit. Well, have a uh, great time tonight broadcasting. And everybody, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast is a must. It's a, it's a must. It is absolutely a great way to pass the time as you are trying to lose some pounds, even though I will not eat peanut butter on a banana. I will eat, I will eat peanut it's butter. It's so good. I will eat peanut butter and I will eat a banana, but I will not eat them together. Yeah, look, oh, I, don't man, listen to, I don't listen to you enough. I, and I, I listen to you, too, all the time. Thank you, Ross. I always appreciate your time, buddy. Of course. See you. Hey, guys, there's Ross Tucker joining us here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio.
Now you can understand why he constantly got in trouble at school. Class resumes here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Anthony, sometimes you try to mess around and have a little fun. We do that on the show. And I even fooled you, and you were like, what? You what did, did you do? fool me. Yes, I did. You didn't catch it. I literally was trying to just mess around with the people from the state of Ohio. I've had Ohio State in my, I put them in last week. There would be no reason not to have Ohio State in my first playoff four in college football. So when I put it out today, I purposely put Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, and then I put Cincinnati in. Because Cincinnati, out of the American Athletic Conference, is also unbeaten. But I put them in instead of Ohio State. And I swear to you, I think only four people caught it. The only four people on social media caught it. Now, one guy, Gritty, Flyers guy 8855, said the Bengals. <laughs> he said, you put the <laughs> Bengals in? I said, okay, at least you figured out my joke. And then James says, you'd put Cincinnati of Ohio State? I'm not sure about that. And I said, bonus points for you. I'm kidding. And then D-Sex... D-S-E-S-Q... These are bad names. Donnie says, you're ridiculous or an OSU hater. You're better than that. No, I'm not better than that. I'm trying to get a joke out of you. Lighten up, Francis. For gosh sakes, lighten up. By the way, can we say it here again? Penn State. Can we stop just ranking teams based on their name brand? Because I've got to tell you, the name brand of Penn State football is rancid up on the shelf. And for those of you who continually tried to correct me about James Franklin, keep continuing. Keep at it. Keep trying to figure it out. You'll finally come around at some point. You will come around at some point. I don't know when it's going to be. I'm not sure when it's going to be. But you'll come around at some point. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. I've already figured it out. I'm, I'm trying to save you. I already figured it out. You, on the other hand, just can't seem to figure it out. Every year, the James Franklin Kool-Aid. We got one of the best coaches in the country, James Franklin. He's one of the best coaches in the country. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keep telling yourself that. You keep telling yourself that. How many times do you have to be fooled? How many times do you have to just, like, someone is going to play you for the fool. And you're going to keep lapping it up. You keep believing it. And you're going to keep thinking, well, we're, well, we're Penn State. It, it, it's going to come back. We're, we're, we're Penn State. We're a prominent program. No, you're not. Not anymore. No, anymore. no, you're not. You're not. You're not there. You used to be. Back in the day when you were, well, let's just say running a far different <coughs> uh, moralistic program. Yeah, you were there. You haven't been there in forever. Stop talking to me about history. Stop talking to me about what you were. Talk to me about what you are. This is not the History Channel sports talk. So stop talking to me about what you were. Gentlemen here saying, Penn State's a prominent program, always in the mix for the national title. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Tell me the season in the last 20 when they were truly in the mix for winning the national championship. And I'm going to save you the work. That's a bunch of garbage. 
And when I see PSU in your in your tag, I know that exactly what you're doing. You're a homer, and that's okay. You, that's it's okay to be a homer. Just admit that you're a homer. You're out of your mind. Because I'm going to tell you, there hasn't been a year in the last 20 years where anybody could have told you, what do you have to do to win a national title? Unlike nowadays in the college football playoff era, in consecutive weeks, you have to be able to beat, if you were at Penn State, because you would already have to have gotten by Ohio State, you would have to have beaten a, a team the caliber of Clemson and Alabama in the next, like in two consecutive weeks. Spoiler alert, you're not doing that. You're not doing it. 855-212-4CBS if you want to join us on the show. 855-212-4CBS. And no, I wasn't mocking Cincinnati. I would have Cincinnati right there in the mix. I really would. I really would. And if these teams start tripping up, I've already said to you, Clemson with one loss is not in any way going to affect me. If Clemson loses to Notre Dame next week, it's not going to affect me. Because those two will have a rematch game and, and Trevor Lawrence will be there for that one. So it's not gonna, that's not going to change my thinking. If anybody's opinion of Clemson football has changed was, wow, they look really mediocre without Trevor Lawrence. No, they found a way to win. They took care of business. They found a way to survive. And if they can survive next week, then, I mean, just, it's over. It's over. They're in the college football playoff. Barton Simmons, college football writer, CBS Sports HQ. He will join us coming up in the next hour, around 20 minutes past the hour. We'll have a chance to catch up with him and see what the, uh, see what the deal is in his mind. I am a, a big believer that the college football season is missing some juice. I think it's just been the late starts. The, the, it's missing some sort of juice. But we're not going to complain, right? We're not complaining. Major League Baseball begins today. Begins. Free agency at 5.01. And Anthony Pierno has a new owner for his favorite baseball team. So there you go. Your favorite baseball team. The richest owner in Major League Baseball, baby. 14 and a half billion dollars let's go shopping baby okay now listen though you got to remember this remember unfortunately he still owns the Mets not one not two championships not three not how many are we gonna buy baby how many are we gonna buy how is the buying of a championship work for the Yankees how much is work for the Yankees I believe they have won in the last, what, 18 seasons? You're not going to kill my mood, baby. Not today. So the Yankees, who have the incredible deep pockets, have bought one World Series championship, right? They bought one. And that's since what? In the, since the year 2000. Since 2001, so this century, they have won. Wow. So free agency begins. Who do you want, Anthony? Who? Because first of all, remember... Everybody, baby. Charlie Morton. Let's bring in hand. Let's go get George Springer. Remember, you still have to convince them to play in Flushing. We believe in Uncle Stevie. We believe in Uncle Stevie. Well, I mean, it's that, that's, that's going to be the mantra. Wow. The richest owner in Major League Baseball owns... the. The New York Mets. It's gonna man. make it more. It's gonna make it more fun when the Mets crash and burn. 
It's going to absolutely... What I was going to warn people about is exactly what Anthony's doing right now. We all know the ending to this story, right? We all know the end. The Mets are going to screw this up. They're going to screw it up. Because first off, you still got to get people willing to go live in New York and go play for the Mets. That's what you have Who to do. Who doesn't want to live in New York City? Greatest city in the world. Really? Anthony, what I'm going to show you right now, do you know that the right now, if you're going by population-wise, the only place people are fleeing at a higher percentage rate than New York City is California. We'll recover. Like this, it's like the state of California. They're, 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 they're flooding out of California. I mean, the interstates are crushed. So you're talking about, you're saying you're going to lure people to the place that people are literally running away from. Interesting. We'll come back. We just got to get the Blasio out of town. We'll be <laughs> Watch yourself. All right, Jay Max in South Carolina joins us. Jay, you're on the John Kincaid Show. How are you? Good. First time caller. How are you? Glad to have you on the show. What's going on, brother? I'm just in the big scheme of things, you always shoot straight, so I wanted to get your opinion, like your show. The deal with Trevor Lawrence and Clemson, you know, I think the four letter network in the world, college football is a business now. It ain't just football. No, it's they business. want Ohio State and Bama to play in the championship. It's just it's, it's, it's unseeable. You can see it. So do you think, what's your opinion? This Trevor Lawrence thing, I live 20 minutes from Clemson. I know people that coach there. He has no symptoms. He has no flu. He is not sick. But well, we do not know. We can't, we can't say that for sure because we do not know that. But I believe that's the case. But I just think it's a hoax to get Clemson it's a not. loss. No, it's not. But, no, it's not. Come on, stop it. Thank you for your call. That's ridiculous. A hoax. Ridiculous. And guess what? The vast majority of people, young people that have COVID, have no symptoms. None. So Trevor Lawrence is not different. Mitch in New Jersey joins us. Mitch, how are you, brother? Congratulations to your Dodgers, by the way. How's it going, Jenny? Good. Yeah. um, College ball first. I'm glad Pac-12 is starting next Saturday. Nine o'clock bad time. It's a little crazy, but USC's got a lot of talent, and I like that quarterback for, for Clemson, uh, DJ Ugalay. I'm not sure how to say Ugalay. Yes, that's um, good enough. He's going to go. He's going to beat. They're going to beat Notre Dame next uh, week. Next they very weekend. well might. How's that defense going to play though? That defense was yeah, was, was shaky. They got yesterday. great offense though. Yeah, they do. Very shaky on that defensive side though. That was very shaky yesterday. Um, what did you think about? First of all, can I? I forgot that. Why are you a Dodger fan? Like why? What? When did? Yeah. What did that come from? I'm a Dodger fan um, for years uh, since uh, Steve Garvey. I'm why? I just. I You're just, from uh, Jersey. Like You're from Jersey. You no, know, my father was a Dodger fan. I've been a Dodger fan since the early '70s. So you learned it from your dad. Okay, so you inherited yeah. that from your father. Okay. Yeah, that's a, but he that's was also a legitimate. Detroit Tiger fan. What? My father was a Tiger. Yeah, yeah, he, uh, he was in army with Norm Cash. Okay, you can't do that. You can't have like can't have multiple teams. Mitch, you're bothering um, me now a little bit with this. Come on now. You have, you have multiple teams in baseball? Well, yeah, I mean, you, well, gotta, you, um, you can't do that. Wait, I, I'm a, you might be a fan of the uniform, but I'm also a fan of certain players, too. Okay, well, players you can be a fan of. But you can't be a fan of multiple teams, can you? 
I mean, I, that sort of seems like a violation. I love that you, you root for the team that your dad got you into, though. I love that. Thank you, Mitch. I love that. That's a great thing. The, um, I'm thinking today my mom will not be doing the normal routine of going to, because of COVID, she, they, they would have the Eucharistic minister would bring over Holy Communion to the building, and mom would able be, be able to, they do a little prayer service and get the Eucharist. She won't be able to do that today. And uh, I'm sure she's looking down at me saying, you have talked way too much about me today. Talk sports. Talk sports, John. Talk sports, I'm sure. But mom, guess what? You can't tell me what to do anymore. Can't tell me what to do anymore. But I know one thing today is she'd be a little upset. A little bit upset. My mom loved Eagles-Cowboys week. She thought it was fun. But by the time Sunday came around, she'd say, I wish the game would just get here. I'm tired of hearing about it. So she's going to miss that. But she would have put on her Eagles shirt, one of her Eagles t-shirts. She would have put that on today proudly and, um, and enjoyed the day. I hope that's what everybody does. I hope you enjoy the day. Hope everybody gets a chance to enjoy themselves. And should you get to spend time with your mom on this Sunday? Should you get to... Maybe give her a call. Maybe you haven't given her a call in a while. Maybe that'd be a good thing to do. All right, coming up. How can you be so good one place, so bad another, and then potentially so sought after in the other? I know, it's a lot to follow. I'll clear it all up for you next. One hour to go. It's the John Kincaid Show. Thanks for hanging out with us here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.